All right, it's Monday on Daily Delivery. I'm Michael Rand, Patrick Royce with me as always. Um, Patrick, I had a, a friend of mine texted me, I think it was yesterday, it must have been yesterday night after the sports weekend here that we had where Gophers come back and win from double digits down, Vikings come back from double digits down to win, um, Gopher hockey teams both swept, volleyball team got a pair of wins, the the Wolves won Saturday at least. So Saturday and Sunday, um, not much went. Uh, not much went wrong. He, I think, even said, "Didn't and no, no other wild forwards got injured uh, because there was no games, of course, this weekend." But um, about as good as it gets if you are uh, are living here right now. Although uh, some some drama along the way. So I guess that'll be the, the theme of our show is uh, some some good stuff for Minnesota sports, but definitely some. Some drama along the way. We got to start with the Vikings in that regard, Patrick. I, I, we, we, it's like the same thing every week. It, this one was a little bit different. The, the guy, the, the the official, the referee runs into Cam Bynum and basically prevents what would have been an interception. Seems like that would have been that's that, that was the turning point of the game. It should have been. It was one of those games where finally it was like, okay, things just aren't going their way, and then in the end, they still went their way. Yeah, it, uh, they did get one bad break from the officials there, but uh, it's probably the first bad break they've had in eight weeks or nine weeks. What are they, seven and one, seven and one. So yeah. uh, they've uh, they've been an awfully uh, fortunate team uh, to this point, and that was, uh, that was weird to say the least. Uh, and uh, the Tyler Hokinson, the, the Hokinson uh, screen pass was an interesting situation. They kept throwing it, even though they, what, they lost eight yards on three plays or something. So they, they had their moments, and then uh, uh, they came back in the one as they usually do. Now, as much of a negative as the official was on that play, the uh, Ron Rivera made up for it with some of his idiotic decisions. Uh, didn't you think that? So, uh, yes. com- commanders weren't exactly bright down the stretch, to say the least. And a uh, uh, big concern would be uh, the uh, the right guard getting run over all day long at Ingram, and uh, the the not being able to run the ball at all against the uh, the Tommy's, uh defensive line. But uh, yeah, it's another win, and. Uh, uh, what when you look around and see that the Buffalo Bills don't have as good a record as they do, and the uh, you know, who are you know, considered probably the Super Bowl favorites, and uh, you know, the Chiefs don't have as good a record as they do, they're they got the second best record in football, so uh, not much to complain about, and they've been great, in the, they've been great in the fourth quarter. I say the same thing every week, the NFL, you know, six minutes to go. Nine, eight, not 80, 75% of the time, you don't know who's going to win. And it's always been them. They've owned the last six minutes. So you can't complain, I guess. No, I got an email from, uh, from Tom Shea. He's a, uh, a, uh, avid, uh, listener of the podcast, especially the Monday segment. I want to get to that right away. Cause he says, good evening. Michael, he wrote this last night, continue to look forward to and enjoy the daily delivery and your print column. My observation of the 2022 Vikings as they remind me of the early Bud Grant teams, sometimes ugly, oftentimes apparently lucky, always responsive to whatever is required to win a game, particularly game and time management. I am the same vintage as your Monday podcast partner, and I would be interested if Patrick shares this comparison. Keep up the good work. I think uh, we've actually uh, brought that up a couple of times. It does remind us of uh, of some of Bud's games. Now that's, 
it was such a different game then, uh, you know, with each team had about eight plays and, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, the, 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 the idea that if you threw in a, you know, it's same, the idea if you throw an interception, uh, is not going to kill you with this team, you know, yeah. if people have become so uh, paranoid about interceptions, but, but Bud's defenses were always, when Bud's, uh, teams came back uh, and won games. It was because uh, they uh, the the defense absolutely kept them in the game, much like yesterday. And uh, they, they they their offense was really uh, spotty. Uh, I mean, especially seventy and seventy one when they didn't have a quarterback. And uh, that was uh, those are probably the best comparisons those two years. I think uh, we brought that up last week. Was seventy one was we looked it up there twelve and two or eleven and three or something, and yeah, they had a terrible offense. <laughs> and uh, it's this this is not a terrible offense. This is uh, this is uh, just they they have some terrible games like yesterday for most of the game, but. Uh, and I would never put this defense in the same class, but uh, yeah, it is similar. That uh, the, the game has changed so much in fifty years, and it's hard yeah. to re- make the comparison. But certainly, when the game's over, the uh, feeling of full satisfaction was not there with Bunstein a lot <laughs> no. of times either. That's a, that's kind of the. Uh, you know, there were probably in a 12 and two season about four or five times you said, how the hell did they win that game? And sure. uh, that's, that's going to probably be the same situation this time, but I'd have to go back and look at Bud's schedule, but I would say, uh, you know, one advantage these guys have had is, uh, uh, that the, the teams are playing or, I mean, the NFC is so so mediocre right now and then when yes. they had to go play Miami they got to play a third team quarterback so right. you know so that was that's an, that's another one I can't remember if the Vikings got that kind of break you know where they you know they were playing a pretty good team and the team didn't have its team it have, it, have its quarterback I, I can't remember that but yeah it's not a it's not an outrageous comparison that's for sure and then you see too uh Josh Allen uh hurt his elbow a little bit in uh Yesterday's yeah. game, so we'll see how uh, if they catch another break there. Whether yeah, he's right, playing, yeah, playing but not fully healthy, or if he's not able to yeah. play in that game. Who is the uh, backup there? I don't Case even know. Case Keenum, baby. Case Keenum. Okay, our guy Case. Okay. Yep. Well, yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's that would be the that would be the uh, you know you just get this feeling they're going to now go fifteen and two and. And uh, end up with the second seed, have to play a home game, and everything's going to go wrong, and they're going to get beat right. by seven seed. You get that, you get that impression that, uh, right? Uh, you know, the, the football gods uh, can't keep being this kind to them. But uh, we'll, we'll see, we'll see. I mean, Cousins has certainly changed Cousins' in, in image with the uh, Viking fans, hasn't it? Uh, well, he's being taunted by the Washington fans, and he comes back and wins anyway. So. Well, did you see? I mean, he's the the new thing now is he, he wears the wears the chains of his teammates after the game. And yesterday he was shirtless, wearing all of his teammates' chains on the team plane. And you know, it's just for getting progressively more uh, more uh, less clothing for Kirk on these flights home. I'm a little worried what would happen if they actually won a playoff game. If there'd be like an NC uh-huh. 17 rating on the video they released, but uh, it's you're right. The image change of Kirk Cousins right now is is a is is pretty amazing just in terms of where he was 
you know, everything in 20 and 2021 with the COVID stuff and just, you know, not, you know, nobody, nobody liking him. And now he's seven and one. And he's even just last week, he said, I drive home after a game. And I'm like, I didn't play my best. Thank goodness for the defense. Thank goodness. He's not having his best year, but they're winning. So he's, he's got to feel yeah. pretty good too. And Hunter joined the party yesterday. That yes. had to be kind of fun to see because he had two sacks and uh, finally did something. And uh, I'm not sure if that was the, uh, you know, I, I uh, on another podcast yesterday, uh, not last week uh, on Friday, I said that, uh, you know, that the Vikings are going to win, that the commanders couldn't beat them because they couldn't score over 17 points, you know, because they even when they were winning, they weren't winning any games and you couldn't beat this Vikings team. And uh, I said that if I had the money, I would bet $100,000 on the Vikings. And uh, I, I'm hoping I said that was on the money line. <laughs> <So> <laughs> right. Just to win the game. I think I was saying just to win the game, I would have bet $100,000 on it. And, and the reason I thought they were going to win came to fruition that Washington just has a terrible offense. So uh, yeah, maybe, uh, that was, uh, you know, that was, uh, that was part of it too, but Hey, seven and one, what the heck. And, uh, and uh, you know, they Philadelphia wasn't uh, mighty on Thursday. Uh, they're going to lose, they're going to lose a couple of games before it's over. So what the heck, if you keep sneaking them out, uh, you know, you might even end up being the number one seed and not have to play the first week. Yeah, now the schedule does get tougher. They got to go to Buffalo. They keep saying that though, and it doesn't well, get tougher. It never well, gets yeah. tougher. Now to if Josh Allen doesn't play, yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, well, what? Like uh, yeah. I think they go Buffalo, Dallas, New England mm -hmm. after this. So you know, it's it's at least you know it's it's more than it's more than some of these teams have been saying. But you're, two of your those point, are at home, all right? Two yes, two of those are at home, and and your point's a good one. Like we keep saying, we keep saying things are going to get harder. We keep saying. They can't keep winning like this, and then they keep winning like this. They keep yes. winning on the but, margins. I think I saw a stat the other day, or like one of those little like graphs that show like how you know how a team is on offense and defense, and they're basically the same in terms of overall strength. They're basically the same team as the Saints, and the Saints are three and five. You know, yes. in terms of and, and the Rams are and the Rams yeah. are three and five. Explain that to me. The Rams. Right. Are five and they're Super Bowl champs and they didn't lose that many players so and they you know they the Rams are uh and and listen here's the other thing two of those three are at home you yeah. get you get Buffalo and then you get then in the last part of the schedule you get to play the dead Packers the dead Bears and the dead Lions you get those three games left in your pocket they can't they can't win less than 13 games now, I would say. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake. With 24-7 gaming, the good times never have to end. And you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars. Or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake where every day is play day. Well, that's the amazing thing. The Packers. I mean, let's, let's spend a minute oh, on that before we move on. they just packed it in. Do you see Rodgers? I mean, you know, they've had a lot of problems this year, but Rodgers throwing three interceptions in deep in Detroit ter territory yesterday, including two of them inside the five. I've never yes. seen him do that. I mean, the, the one bounced off, bounced off the guy's helmet, fine, but the one that he just underthrew 
to David Bakhtiari, by the way. I don't know yeah. why that's your feature play yeah. on fourth and one. Then and he got hurt like again. Five yards. Bak- Bakhtiari got hurt again. Yes. And, uh, and, but uh, the drives that they had, I heard it. I didn't look it up. I heard it that they had like an 80-yard drive and a 60-yard drive. Yeah. Up and they got no points out of it because he threw right. interceptions. If I was them, I would say uh, Aaron is taking the rest of the season off, and we're going to see what we got in Jordan Love, and then make a decision. But they probably don't have the guts to do that. But they might as well pack it in. They might as well start trying to get a good draft choice, don't you think? It's amazing, and you know it's amazing to think too. They were three yeah. and one. They were three and one at one point this year. Yeah, they lost and... five in a row. They had, he hadn't lost to Detroit in what? How many? How many times in a row? Isn't that the team he said I own you or something? Yeah, the they, they own it. He, yeah, they own the division a lot since he got there, and it's just it's unbelievable to watch. And you you called at the beginning of the season. You said he's he doesn't look the same. He's just coming back for the money. You called the Devonte Adams was uh, was the driver of all this. No, a lot of things have gone wrong for them too. And I think you lose Devonte and you lose Valdez Scandling, who you know is not you know not a top receiver, but that was a sneaky departure for them. They just don't have anybody to throw the ball to. And it's just, it's unbelievable to watch though. A guy that was the MVP the last two years, right. Is just completely yes. falling off the map. Yep. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I thought they were going to, I think I said seven and 10 or something like that early in the year, but they won't, they won't win seven. There's no, you know, they're, they're, they're way worse than I thought they were going to be. Cause they supposed they thought they were going to have a good defense, young yes. defense. All these draft guys. Plus, they had about five more guys hurt yesterday too. So yes, they did. They're going to uh, stop playing them. So yeah, it's uh, you know the the the, uh, the Bears and the Lions are both going to be more dangerous than the Packers the last the yeah. part of the season. So uh, yeah, Fields yeah. Fields ran for like 180 yards yesterday. Now, you know, you know how weird this season is, though. The Seattle Seahawks are uh-huh. the Titans of the AFC West. I mean, yes. AFC West. How can that be? I, it is really a weird season. Do you think if you have to play the Seahawks in the second round of the playoffs, that they'd scare you with Geno? No. I don't care what they're doing with Geno Smith no. as the quarterback. They were rebuilding. They were getting rid of everybody. Yep. And they're winning the division. So it's uh, it's really weird. It is strange out there right now. I was looking at NF- NFL games yesterday after the uh, after the Vikings were done to see yep. what I wanted to watch. There was nothing I wanted to watch. No. Games are terrible. Nobody but, can score. Uh, Nobody's scoring this year. Like all the defenses <laughs> are playing these kind of like two deep shells, and everybody's like yeah. daring you to throw it over. You know, take the short gains, and so all these drives are like fifteen plays, and it's it's yeah. fine. It's it, but it, it creates this tremendous sense of parity in the league. And if you can play well in the fourth quarter, which the Vikings have done basically six weeks in a row. I mean, remember they were one and one and trailing by two scores to Detroit in week three. Yes, and then all yes. of a sudden here they are. Yeah, and O'Connell definitely uh, uh, does. You don't leave a game saying that was a major screw up by this guy. He doesn't. You know, you virtually every game you can cite a major screw up by the team they're playing. This coaching screw up, and there was about three yesterday for Rivera. But this guy, you know, he didn't know how much time was left or any. You know, right did some stupid trick play that that uh cost him 
a first down or something. Yes. None of that. None of that. So he's you're a, right. The, yeah. the screaming at the TV factor is down. Yes, it is. With the Vikings, which is probably probably goes away to explaining what they are, what they're up to this year. Um, mm -hmm. Let's shift to the Gophers for a little while, Patrick, um, before I, I know we need to talk about uh, a pretty serious boxing story from here, too, as well as a couple other things. But uh, they can't go back to Tanner Morgan, can they? After what no, happened on Saturday? No, 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 they can't. I mean, let's let's Tanner. We they brought you back once. They you yep. know they, they they stayed stayed loyal once. You can't worry about him playing so many games in a row and what he's meant to the team because he hasn't meant that much since 2019. Okay, correct. correct. He hasn't been that good. Uh, you got to play the kid. You got because yep. he can run out of the pocket, and make some yards when they're trying to come after you, and he can you can run some some of their action plays that they like to run before yes. when uh, they, they got to play the kid. Yeah, they do. And, uh, and uh, you know, all of a sudden with Illinois losing to Michigan State at home, it could be end up with a four-way tie for first with three losses. And who knows how they figure out who goes to the Big Ten. West. I mean, Purdue is, Purdue's been terrible for about three weeks in a row. Yeah. And, uh, you know, Illinois takes a terrible loss. Michigan State throws half their team off after the riot. Right. And, uh, and then they go in there and beat them. And uh, they only put up 15 points against a bad Michigan State team. So all of a sudden, okay, now what does carry a little bit is they better be ready to move the ball against Iowa, right? Because, yes. I mean, Iowa is uh, – is, is, awakened defensively for sure. So yes. they're going to be you know, two weeks from now, they won't be a rollover. And then you got to go to Madison. Right. But if uh, Northwestern somehow, I guess the weather, I guess the wind was blowing a hundred miles an hour or something. And Northwestern when Ohio state was there, but they were ahead seven to nothing with four yes. and a half minutes, four minutes to go in the first quarter, a half against Ohio state. I saw that score. I almost keeled over and, and the Gophers, even with that, the Gophers are 17-point favorites on uh, on Saturday uh, against, at home against Northwestern. So they're going to win that game. And uh, They should. But, yeah, they got to go with the quarterback change. That's for sure. And, yeah. uh, you know, but the, uh, they, the Nebraska is uh, – they just – they got to be – you know, we got we fired the coach. We spent all that money, and we still stink. And this isn't like you're bagging it for uh, to get a higher draft choice either. I mean, I wonder are there any good rumors on who they're going to hire? Because they were you were hearing Matt Campbell, and that team stinks now. Iowa State, so all of a sudden he's not going to be a hot ticket. So I don't know who, who they're going to end up with as coach there, but uh, uh, it's uh, it's got to be. I saw Lavelle went to the Lions bar to watch him watch it with Nebraska fans. I talked to him on a Friday when the last time Nebraska was here, those people, and there were only about 20 of them in there, but they were still trying to believe in Scott Frost then. So. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what they're going to maybe, – maybe not – maybe don't hire an alum this time. Yeah. I don't know what they're yeah. going to do, though. They, they just – you would think. But, what, you know, how long has it been since they were really, really good? And, like, once you, once you create enough of a gap I – and mean, look at I mean, look at Minnesota football history. Like, they were, you know – decades and decades ago of course as you know well like they were national champions and, and all that and then then you, you go yeah. long enough where that's not the case anymore and 
your history becomes irrelevant. So they got to turn it around fast. Otherwise, break the uh, bank and get Lane Kiffin. Yeah, that's what I do. He'll win. He'll win, yeah. and we and it doesn't make any difference how you do it anymore. You can recruit anything, anybody you want. You can nil it. Now, right. He's probably having a good time at Ole Miss, but if you can get out of the uh, SEC West, you're uh, probably you're probably making a good move. And uh, I didn't he play, wasn't he there? Isn't that where he went to college? I, I thought it was. Uh, oh, where I Lane. I mean, and you wouldn't be getting him because he was an alum because he sure. wasn't such a great player, but that's where his daddy, uh, you know, came from. And, uh, and, uh, you know, he's, he's sort of like hiring Eric Musselman, you know, you're, you're going to wonder kind of how he did it, but he's going <laughs> to win. And, uh, that's, that's the guy I'd get. I'd break the bank and go give him 8 million, 9 million a year with a lot of incentives and, uh, say, bring him in, baby. Let's uh, let's go for this because raising money for an NIL down in Nebraska, I think it'd still be pretty easy, don't you? Oh, I would think so. Every I time they so. slaughter a cow, they'd uh, send you some money. So that didn't that used to be the deal? They donated cattle or some damn thing to the farm. <laughs> yeah, they, the farmers gave them, you know, cows or something, and then that's they, amazing. They sold somehow back in the day. But one of their problems, and I've said this before, is, you know, they, they used to be like Minnesota. They had these big old endless supply of farm boys who wanted to go play for the Huskers who ended up being six foot four and 305 pounds. Well, farmers don't have a bunch of kids anymore. And there aren't as many farms. And it's, uh, I, I don't know, they're... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it's uh, it's amazing that uh, what what that's become. But the Gophers, that was another game you looked at and said, okay, they're down, but it's only ten right. to nothing. They played god awful. Yes, uh, to get behind ten. Oh, I didn't watch it, but I kind of followed it and followed the comments on them. I was down at the cross country meet, but uh, oh sure, yeah, but uh, you know. You got to uh, you got to give them you go over a little credit. They got off the deck. You thought that. Uh, you know, maybe after they lost those three in a row and as terrible as they looked, that they might might really collapse, but they yeah. haven't. So. Lane Kiffin, by the way, just fact-checking, he played at Fresno State. He was born in Lincoln, though. Okay. He was born in I, Lincoln. I knew, yeah, his dad was coaching down there. Yes. So uh, his dad, I think, played there, too, didn't he? I think he was a really good player there, and then he, then he started coaching there, I think, too, so. Monty. I think Monty's Monty, still yeah, Monty around. Plays. I think Monty's still around. So. I think so. Yeah, I think yeah. he is. He's uh, Let's see, what's Monty up to? I'm curious about that now. He was... Got to uh, be in his 80s. Born February 1940. So, yeah, he is uh, 82 going on 83. And, yeah, he played at, yeah, he played at Nebraska. Monty played. I always say, if you're older than me, you're old, baby. So... <laughs> <laughs> Starting to feel that way too, Patrick. Yeah. So anyway, they uh, they get Northwestern. Uh, now I was surprised last time they were home against uh, you know a bad team. They had a good crowd, and uh, you know maybe they'll have a good crowd again against yeah, Northwestern. Well, There's no reason. Something to play for. And now you know, and then the two rivalry games at the end of the year that'll that's yeah. really going to tell you whether this was a year they salvaged or not. I mean, if they can, please, ladies and gentlemen, do me a favor. Uh huh. Don't rush the field if you beat Iowa. No, this isn't a this, this is, is not a bad a, this Iowa not a field, not a field rushing worthy team. 
These idiots are going to do it, though. They'll rush the field <laughs> if they beat Iowa. You know, it's, it's, although I think the Big Ten after the, uh, uh, what we had, uh, then we have a, not only the Michigan State incident, but did we have somebody punch a fan or something because they were running out on the field? Uh, yeah. Go on the Big Ten, send up some kind of a memo to not do that anymore. So, yeah. We'll I think, I think uh, there was even a story about uh, what, uh, what Fleck does to make sure that doesn't happen with the players. So I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what would happen if they rush the field. Hopefully a calmer heads. <laughs> Hopefully they don't do it in the first place because you're right. Yes. That is not a, not a field, not a field rushing worthy team. You could, when they beat Penn state a couple of years ago, sure. Yeah. That was, that was worth it. Go for it. Go nuts. We're not trying to diminish your joy, but maybe this isn't the team to, uh, to do I it think against. yeah, I think yeah, just like uh, Kirk was being taunted by the Washington fans, I think Fleck was being taunted by the Nebraska fans too. Did they read that? And then they uh, yes, and then they both turn around and have to you know have to uh, devour the uh, embarrassment of losing to their guys they were taunting. So and I think that the stat that they kept saying on TV was the Gophers had lost I think thirty two games in a row and they trailed by double digits at any point. So that was a wow. that was a that was a turnaround. They're just, they're just not built to win. They're not built to come back. They're built for ball control, and they're built for you know they're 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 built to grind it out and get a lead and and, and kind of squeeze you to death. So to win yeah, like but- that, back a quarterback coming in gives you some juice, gives you some spark. At Calic Manis, he's he's got to he's got to be the guy the rest of the way. Just both okay. from what he gives you now, and just to to see for the see what you got going forward to. And wait till next year when we got 36 year old Ottman Bell to catch passes from it. Oh, my goodness. Fantastic. <laughs> I know this. Grandpa, the eligibility. The eligibility. Yes, he'll be, uh, be cashing social security checks as part of his <laughs> NIL. He'll, uh, uh, Patrick, you, uh, you mentioned to me, and I saw this, uh, I saw this on Sunday, um, boxing card here over the weekend. Um, it seemed like it was a pretty, pretty big night and then all of a sudden uh, some some tragedy what uh, what what did you see when you were there uh well uh the 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 fighter and boy your boss uh, looney he's from uh I'm, I'm pronouncing it wrong but he's from uh uh kazakhstan he had yeah. only fought once one time in the u.s outside of his country he was unbeaten. He was the uh, designated challenger, you know, the, um, what do they call him? The, the required challenger for this fight. I went to the weigh-in. He, uh, he uh, you know, looked like, a, you know, just one of these rugged uh, Far Eastern European uh, boxers. And uh, it started in morale, by the way. He's been around here, and he, he, he he's for his first six fights, he was training here, and then they they sent him down to Houston and put him with this Ronnie Shields, and uh, and Ronnie is a tough old crusty uh, trainer, and he got him in fantastic shape. He was, I I mean, he's he's there's no baby fat on that kid anymore. He's a rock, and he's gotten much better with his hands and. Uh, Anyway, he looked, uh, he came out and just smacked him in the face for like three rounds. The guy was bloodied. Uh, the, the ring doctor got in, looked at him after the third round, let him keep going. There was a little bit in the middle of the fight where the he was doing some body work on morale and he kind of hung in there for about four rounds. 
And then uh, about the ninth round, it turned way back to morale again. In the tenth round, the guy was basically helpless. Should have been stopped right there. His corner, I don't know, the corner for the, the other fighter was like, it looked like they were different guys than he's usually worked with. I don't know. It didn't, it didn't okay. look like they were. I, I don't know what it was. But they should have thrown it there. They shouldn't have let him get off the stool in the 10th round because uh, he, he was basically defenseless. The ref should have done something. The ringside doctor should have done something. It was it was no longer a fight. Showtime guys were – they weren't saying stop it, but they were saying, uh, uh, okay, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's really not – fighting back anymore and then the 11th round was you know really one-sided but the 12th round oof, he started he knocked him down early in the 12th round it could have been stopped then and then then he hit him with this right hand at the end after a flurry of punches that basically lifted the guy just clean shot and and uh, that stopped the, and uh you know that was uh, that was the knockout but there's only 30 seconds left but when they then when Morrell didn't have this big celebration, but you could right. see on the other side of the ring, the guy, when he got up, was holding onto the ropes, you know, like leaning yeah. back, holding onto the ropes. And and you kind of said, oh, look at that, man. He really knocked him out. Because you go to the fights and, you you know, this is what you look for, right? I mean, the right. crowd was thrilled. Everybody was happy. And then all of a sudden you hear that he's uh, – at the end of the telecast, Showtime said that he had been taken to the hospital. And, uh, you know, HMC is right next door to uh, HCMC is right next door. Yeah. And then, then yesterday we started. I just checked yesterday in the middle of the afternoon, hadn't heard anything. I checked with somebody and he, I said, is he, did he get out of the hospital yet? And he said, he said, uh, the fellow said, no. He said, he's still in there. And then he sent me a, a link to Dan Raphael, you know, Dan Raphael yeah. used to be ESPN's boxing guy. And I think they, you know, they phased him out. So he's got his own website and he, but he's like probably covers boxing better than anybody. And he put out there that he was in a coma wow. and then, and then, uh, and then, uh, yes, you know, he, and then he got confirmation. He didn't, the promoters said, would not give specific details, but the promoters said that they were, you know, basically asked everybody to pray for him, you know, or yeah. something like that. So, uh, yeah, it's not good. I've heard some other things that I probably shouldn't repeat. So, um, uh, but yeah, he's in trouble. It's, it's, yeah. I heard it was touch and go. Wow. And, uh, and that would be, it would really be, really be sad because, uh, They've really, uh, you know, they've turned this into a, they've created a boxing crowd and it probably, they were going to have a card again, December 17th with a national, not morale wasn't going to be on it, obviously, but with a national fight among lightweights, uh, Showtime and, uh, and premier boxing. And those people love this arena because it always looks full and it's, sure. you, know, you get 5,000, 4,000, 5,000 people. It's, it's, uh, you know, it looks great. And, uh, you know, if, if if this fella doesn't make it or is severely injured, I wouldn't bet they're coming back here in six weeks. So uh, for another fight, it's going to be, uh, you know, it's a it's a traumatic thing for the uh, if 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 the worst happens here, it's going to be a traumatic thing for morale and uh, the, you know all of a sudden the the Minnesota they don't even have a boxing commission anymore. It's uh it's uh what. Uh, fighting sports commission and right. uh, 
And, uh, but, uh, yeah, there are going to be a lot of people wondering, wondering why the fight wasn't stopped by either the doctor or the referee or the corner or somebody. And it's, uh, I mean, that kind that is out there right now, no matter what happens with this yes. fellow. Uh, but I mean, that, that why wasn't the fight stopped? And, yeah. uh, and uh, I, I, I don't know because he was in, you know, he was in trouble the last three, really, really in trouble the last three rounds. So, you know, yes. once, the, once the other guy, once you have no chance to win, yes, nothing wrong with having his corner stop the fight. There's no, no. chance. There's no chance that this this guy hasn't hurt him the whole fight, and he's not a one punch fighter. Uh, by the end of the tenth round, there was no chance on earth that uh the 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 kazakhstan guy could win and uh stop the fight you know so wow well we'll uh certainly look for more updates on that as monday and tuesday go on but uh, yeah definitely uh keeping uh keeping him in our thoughts patrick um really quick before we go i've been on uh on record i'm not a uh Astros enthusiast. I like Dusty Baker. It was a pretty good World Series, I would say. Some some drama along the way. Game five was quite good, but uh, I don't know. I'm I, I don't like that the Astros won. I just I've still got a I've, they still bug me from everything with the cheating scandal. Maybe you, oh, maybe you up, for God's sake, no, get over it. Who they're every, they're everything wrong with America. Pastor. No, they it's, are not. Yes, they, they are, are not. Astros. They've been. In fact, it's a great comeback story because of all the crap that they. <laughs> Took, they've come back the next four years have been great it's it's nonsense it's like people complaining about big 10 hockey grow up and if, if the astros to me are admirable because they came back from this instead of having to uh you know they they showed that they are a excellent operation and an excellent team and uh an excellent champion and go dusty that's what i say i like dusty but ever the rest of them can uh, the rest of them can get out of the way but there are only five of them left for god's sake that's fine so. they, they can go away forever i don't care i don't like the astros they, they're gonna bother me forever but i'm finally over big 10 hockey by the way it took a while <laughs> maybe maybe in, maybe in five years i'll be over the astros as well okay all righty well that's okay that's uh, <laughs> It's 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 fine for uh, you know some guys to reach to his juvenile thinking every once in a while. <laughs> you gotta, a, I got I got to let something bug me. All right, Patrick. Well, we can talk more about it next week. Uh, appreciate it. We'll see you then. All right, sir. <laughs>